This isn't your typical motorsports podcast. You're listening to Crush This, a monster truck podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. A show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan Chichagash. Buckle in. The show starts now. Oh, there, I had the mic <laughs> muted. That was my fault. Well, welcome back to Crush Sissel Monster Truck Podcast. Uh, Brad's over in Canada getting ready to do whatever he's doing. And um want to thank all our sponsors, High Octane Coffee, J Concepts, JB Skill Graphics, Justin Stories, also a new one, Mark Warner Entertainment, Hall Brothers Racing, Six B Apparel, and uh, anyone else I forgot, I'm sorry. But we also have, uh, if you guys need to, please... Go to our spreadshop.com, get some merchandise, T-shirts, stuff like that. Our guest here has one, which is pretty cool. This uh, is a cool T-shirt. Yeah, it's a barefoot one. It's a nice one. I know. Rocking the barefoot. Shout but, out to Phil for the facts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we are actually here in Sacramento, California for an episode. <laughs> um, we're here uh, doing some shows for the, the Monster Jam season. But... Um, I'd like to uh, introduce Keaton Stewart. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. Um, I'm doing really good. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's start from the beginning. So, you know, um, a lot of people may not know your background. I just know you as doing the Monster Jam stuff like that. But a lot of, I noticed a lot of the announcers in the Monster Jam or Monster Truck world in general always had some type of form. Kind of somehow not mistakenly get into this position, but they somehow get in this position. So in your history, were you in the musicals or what were you like in high school? Yeah. So for me, I did not have like a motorsports background. I didn't really even actually have a hosting background. I had an acting background. So I was like in place from when I was in first or fifth grade, you know, till, um, till I was in high school. So I always, I really liked as oh, into that. I went and did that in high school and I went to college for that. But once I graduated college online looking for jobs, that's when I saw Jam come through. So that's how I found it and got connected. But most, I mean, all of my training is really in acting. And when I first came to Monster Jam, that was kind of the time I realized like these are all hosts. Like these people have all hosted stuff before. At the time, I was kind of one of the only actresses or actors to come in Casey Gagliardi who you know she has an acting background too but she had some hosting experience so it was cool kind of to adapt like a new skill right right but you could still use that you could adapt to the hosting stuff also with your performances in on stage because you're still dealing with a live studio not with the camera or you know a lot of people do that in nature so you're used to you know kind of a little bit on pressure because you know, in a live performance, anything could happen. So, did you take what did you take from your time in high school and college into, uh, you know, the Monster Jam world of being an announcer? Yeah, I mean, you're totally right about it being like live event. I'm like live event people. 
people usually just do well and everyone has that same camaraderie because it is such like a high stake, high pressure situation. Um, one thing for me is like all about the connection. So that's any, any way I can connect to the story or connect to a character or connect to someone in the audience or something like that. I carry for me over with Monster Jam because even though it's a little different, it's a much different environment. There's actually a lot of people here based off of connection, you know, like it's somebody's grandpa bad and now their kids and it's all of this connecting. And, you know, as, as the host of Monster Jam, I feel like it's my job to connect the crowd to the drivers, to, to everything that's going on. You know, I want, I want them to feel like they're a part of it, you know? So that, I think that drive is there and honestly just that you're comfortable when you're not, you know, like people are always like, oh, you're ever nervous, but of course I'm nervous, but you know, just, just having a cool, calm, collected nature and just act that, that definitely helped me here. Just give you guys a heads up. There's a truck entering the arena right now. So, um, <laughs> like I said, anything's going on right now, but one's okay. pulling into the pod as of right now. Uh, Mark, it's my boss. Call. <laughs> so, uh, a little sound clip if anyone any of that stuff, but hello, hello. I can still hear myself, so I'm okay, good. Good, good. No, this is good. This is microphone. It's yeah. very nice. Yeah. So, um, while he's doing that, like I said, it's always live and stuff like that. So, let's go. Let's go. Like a couple weeks ago, um, you got yourself not a lot of announcers, and only a few veteran monster truck announcers get to do is doing a program by yourself. Yeah. Up the bottom, front to back, dot your eyes, cross your T's. You have to fly solo to entertain 13 to 14,000 people. Yeah. Talk about that and how were you trying to handle that situation? No, so I'm glad you brought it up. This, this was like, <laughs> this was something I was really proud of myself for. Where Paul, I thought he like. Me, um, anyway, Mark Hall, I'll get closer to the microphone. Um, no, so I, yeah, my co host Ray, he's new here, and unfortunately, he was sick, as you know, he was under the weather, and his voice was not what it needed to be. Obviously, we need our voice, so I had to host the entire event alone, like you said, and I, I was initially nervous but then I started to get excited you know there's when you're by yourself there's yeah sure it's more nerve-wracking same time nobody else can screw you up you're not you're not you know you're not trying to depend and and I'm always concerned about messing somebody up I really need to be like listening and I was like well if I screw up no one's really gonna know except for you know the production team or something but it felt really kind of like I just took it as like, and I'm like, I want to take this moment to prove myself as a host and prove my knowledge and prove my confidence and show them that, you know, I can go out there and do that. I, I obviously was not happy that Ray was sick, but I was so happy that that day happened because it, it felt like a, like I was saying like in truck number two coming, I would say like in theater, <laughs> it's like a cupcake moment. Like, it's just like for nothing. And it's just so sweet. And, and, and I couldn't have done it without Phil. And, uh, you know, Greeny and the team and stuff, but 
I, I'm glad you mentioned it because it's one of my favorite days. Um, so, and yeah. you also have, you still have Scott Douglas and Greg Willicker in the background. And they've been doing it for gosh now. Uh, Ramunition's on if anyone cares. Uh, hey, Kurt. Hey, Kurt Kramer. Kurt Christy Kramer is on the, uh, but um, actually, I'm going to go ADD here one second. You notice, if any of the fans notice, uh, we have two Hall Brother trucks. They both sound different. This is good. This is like a commercial. Yeah. yeah. Um, the two Hall Brother trucks sound different. You're saying that. Yeah, they one, do. Why one is that? sounds louder than the other. Which one is louder? Remarks is louder than Curtis. I, I agree. Yeah. Why is that? I think maybe because a little, a little bit of a tech thing with Cheech here. Our mufflers. He's muff- struggling right now. Kurt. <laughs> um, is it Kurt driving? No. Yeah. Kurt should be driving it. Okay. Because they just got back from, uh, he just got his phone. <laughs> yeah, it's him. He's what it is. This, this is exactly what we do in our podcast. It could be random and everything. We're just having a conversation. This is moment. real life. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is the streets. Working man. Like, you're never off, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, So you have them as your, you know, veterans and stuff like that. And helping you out and the way I'm transitioning is this from your very first show as announcer to Salt Lake City. Relax, look back on times and your trials and your testing to the point of Salt Lake. The whole, I have to talk to them after this. Like, I'm going to seriously say something. This is so rude. Um, but, so. What's what's funny is actually the day I went of it was the first time I went international with Monster Jam was the same exact day that I graduated Monster Jam University just like five years after. So I had this moment then, but also you know, the moment was like absolutely the pinnacle of like looking back and one thing that's for me is that I'm still always nervous and still always excited for an event. When I first started, my heart would pound through my chest. I would be so nervous, like my hand would shake, and I was so uncomfortable. I truly was uncomfortable. So it's a lot, you know, but now I'm able to really have fun and watch the event. And like, that's when hosts ask me, like, hey, do you have any advice? I'm like, boom out. Like, stop thinking about yourself and what you're saying and look at the story that's being told here. And that may be because I'm a theater person and I'm always about the story that's what interesting to me. The drivers, each personal story, the story of the competitions, the story of the monster truck itself. So for me, you know, it was, I think I say I'm proud because I am proud. Like for me to come from, you know, really not knowing anything about hosting in general to feeling like, like it's fun by myself, you know, and not only that, but to be in a role that like typically until this year, like they did not let women, you know, do the play by play host and I was like you know so I kind of had a little yeah like about that I felt good about that too so um and then of course to be like considered with have hosted shows alone those are really really veteran hosts and I'm like happy to stand next to them in any way so and and also I'm noticing that you're getting interaction a lot of fans are recognizing you you know a lot of a lot of fans (laughs) like that's that's a good thing for hosts because fans are so used to seeing new faces and I mean, they, but 
you're having people coming back knowing who you are and saying, hey, Eden, how you doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said that so awkwardly. Like, hey. I, uh, no, they're usually <laughs> nice. It's where I'm like, yeah, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, how does that also feel for you, too, when yeah. you have people getting out of you over there? Like, I know her. I want to say hi to her. You know what I mean? Or, or something of that nature. And, you know, um, now you're becoming a recognizable face. Yeah. It's like such a heartwarming part for me because, you know, as hosts, we're trained that, you know, we really want to keep the spotlight on the drivers and obviously. Um, So when people do notice or if we interact at all or if they come back and they're like, hey, you were here and I was there too, or we'll connect on Instagram and then, you know, you really do feel like you have a connection and you're like, okay, like I know them. And for people to even just care, like, oh, I like this announcer, I like the way this announcer announcer does to me that's like such an extra bonus that that I really do appreciate because I am you know trying my absolute best and I am putting a lot for even just anyone to come up to me I've never had nicer people than in Calgary we were in Calgary just a flood of like super nice moms they were like your voice is so great like we loved it and I'm like you guys are making my day like they were so nice so anybody that ever comes up to me and, and says anything I mean I, it's just because I've never been in a situation where I have like Keaton fans, you know, there was a, there was one, two, two fans made a sign that, that you know, and, you know, and I was like, all right, done. If anything happens, like I can say someone who I didn't know who wasn't my mom laminating my face onto a piece of thing. You know, it wasn't that, you know, it was, it was genuine. And that is so freaking cool to me because, you know, they don't have to come here and gen- they don't have to listen to me, you know? What I mean, that you don't have to listen to us. So if someone is, it's just, it feels like a really nice connection. You know, and then you're going all over the place. And like, especially this arena that we're at, like, we don't get the access. We get access to places that a lot of people don't get. They have to buy a ticket to see. Yeah. And we get to visit so many places in the world because people may forget, I'm an ex-Monster Jam employee. So I have been to Australia, Finland, you know, the England, England's UK, uh, you know, South America, the Philippines, Japan, um, you know, this. Where did you it, not go is probably a better question. Yeah, Canada, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, um, this interaction with people is always awesome. You know, they just recognize, you know, who you are and what you do. And then that, that makes you feel extremely good and proud of yourself because it's like, you know, I, I saw a, um, it, it's a, entrance to the ball field the baseball field and it says the proudest day of my life is when i wear this uniform mm, yeah that's cool and you know yeah. and i i put that on my uh facebook on on as one of my uh in stuff that you know you take yeah. a look at the yeah. profiles and stuff like that i said that outside of that i say i'm the six billion seven billion hundred something 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 rich to <laughs> so okay cool i'll be i'll be like a couple down from there yeah. <laughs> so i just you know i googled how many people are in the world today i'm like i'm probably you're somewhere. richer than somebody that's for yeah sure. yeah <laughs> you know, i'm poorer than somebody so yeah. it's just like i just like to put that number out there but still i mean the way we're going and you know, that people reckon like awesome at calgary and you know we i feel very humble and blessed that we get to do the stuff yeah yeah i mean truly during covid i worked at a bank and um i was actually working like backup 
fulfilling a contract else. And working at the bank was, I mean, it's just obviously incomparable to this, but it really made me realize like how much I miss being around people. And one thing I always say is like, I was talking to Ray, my co I'm like, we are so lucky to have a job where like this is some people's Christmas present. It's some people's birthday present. Some people, you know, anniversary anniversaries they have some people go every year but no matter what everyone is happy to be here everyone's coming here in a good mood and there are so many jobs that in their job to take people in a bad mood right like the dmv the post office like people are always in bad moods there and you know we don't have a where people are coming to us with problems and problems and problems like sure there will be an obstacle or a challenge or maybe even a problem during the show but together to solve it and it's not never something we haven't ever in somebody out there has encountered that issue before so it's always you know i i feel like we're lucky in that sense it's like we do work in a place that it's just a it's a happy place to be and that's like what i i love that like you get up and you know you go to the airport you're going to the show you know you're going to the show you wake up that you're getting ready for the show like i just i love to live in that and i feel so lucky to be doing that so we're going back to your past here and stuff like that with the mixture of here so when you get to let's just say i i don't know what day you normally get here into the, the city yeah. thursday usually it's thursday okay mm -hmm. so do you normally try to look for if there's something going on at a, like a local theater or you know another arena like maybe a traveling play or musicals going around do you take your time to maybe take a look at that or maybe if you know any friends that are doing stuff do you try to uh see if there's any performances around the area before you know you know try to you know that we could go like see yeah yeah, yeah so like there's been a couple spots but like what's tough with our schedule as you know is like we are working when they are performing typically mm -hmm. most of the time um but i would love to like go or like you know check out if there's like a thursday you know night show or something like that and we don't have commitments or anything but i i, I wish i had knew that because you know i do love seeing theater but but sometimes to be honest when i watch theater it hurts me because i want to be in it so bad and i'm like just sitting there and like you know like with if you feel that way with monster trucks but i'm like oh i just want to be in this especially if it's good you know the reason why i asked that <clears throat> when you're awesome you know other john's i can't pronounce his last name Sopinaro. what he does when i remember i was doing his stand-up he does stand-up mm -hmm. so he finds out there's a stand-up and he'll go and do the open the mic night on thursday or see if his uh producer or his manager can uh book him for that performances and that's the reason so why funny. that's why the reason well, why I'm not that. as famous as John Sopanaro yet but oh. John if John Sopanaro wants to be my manager and book me you just did like an SMRA type deal <laughs> you just like got really got close I don't, sharp enough, I don't know if sharp enough nails for that but um <laughs> but you know I, I love fun but the thing about being thing about plays that's that's tough whereas I when I am in Monster Jam it's really hard for me to do plays because typically with the play you're rehearsed for you know two to sometimes three months in advance sometimes only one month but depending on the production you could be rehearsing up to three months every, every single night so last year i was actually blessed by 
God and circumstance that I was able to do Monster Jam and a show. I was going to play with my theater company, the Imposters Theater Company out of Chicago. And I really got to have my cake and eat it too, but I was working my butt off, you know? So it was a lot, but um, I missed the whole month of February for Monster Jam, you know? So it, it's really kind of unrealistic to do both. So right, right now I'm just kind of dividing my heart a little bit and taking time to be here and do any of your friends even bounce ideas back and forth with you still on the phone and stuff like that oh yeah like i i was telling somebody like a lot of my friends are creative artists in in all different kind of capacities and when we hang out it's like chitter chatter from where uh, i have a, one of my very good friends kalika she's really talented with writing so she wants to write a screenplay and i'm i'm talented at taking someone's I know if they're truck number three, I'm like trying to get it out. Um, I'm better like if somebody comes to me creatively with something already and they need help. Like in college, if someone's like, Keaton, can you watch this scene? Oh, like rough drafting. Yes. Like if they're like, hey, can you watch the scene? Something's up with the blocking or something's weird. I don't know what it is to like identify that. But starting from scratch, God bless the people that can do that because well, that's, that's rough. That's how I was in high school and college when I had to write music. Nice. Uh, this was fun. And what I, don't you do? Huh? What don't you do? You fix trucks. You do this audio stuff. You, um, aquariums for Greeny, maybe. Yeah, probably doing that. Do you sew? Do you knit? I do. You no, do ballet? I, no. Okay. Well, I did. That you maybe your fans didn't know you didn't do. I played the saxophone. I played the drums. I. What the uh, heck? Oh my god. Okay. We, uh, You're putting me to shame. My like theater, you know. I, I should be. Kinda, I should I'm, be the theatrical one. I, I, I'm kind of on the same. I didn't know, you know, the, the fine arts, but I was on the one side of the fence and you were on the other, you know. But I, 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 it's Bailey now. Bailey. Yell at so. Yeah. But she'll yell at my guys. It's okay. But, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I use this program called Syllabus. Okay. And. Like, I've heard of that. Play, you know, type of basically do your stuff. And a good friend of mine named Jared uh, always looked at stuff and he kind of did what you did. He kind of find like the situations. Okay, well, maybe we could take, you know, your high D and maybe go with a low D. Oh, and then that. we could transition. And then, and then he's like going around. He's like, well, instead of 4 4, let's go down and make this way it goes for maybe eight or nine bars. Yeah. And then go to And then we, we, then there's two talk. Um, you know, and I, I learned about that stuff. And it's like very, very uh, interesting you said that because you're always picking names and stuff like that. I, I kind of stepped away a little bit from that. I still have my tenor. And uh, that's awesome. Uh, but you're still doing the production side of stuff. What do you mean? Oh, I mean, with, yeah, with your uh, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just a different out, a different form and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's just a pretty neat to talk to someone else about that. You know, um, I, I learned uh, through, through the, like, uh, mentioned Mark Hall about his uh, guitar collection. He has a guitar collection. You just gave me my pit party question. He has a guitar collection. He doesn't know how to play it, Bill. He'll tell you that, but he has a lot of, he has a guitar collection. How many guitars are we talking? I don't know exactly, but he says he has quite a few. Like Dan Patrick has a bunch of bass guitars. I don't um, know this. Yep. Uh, you know, Tim 
Tim uh, is a very, very, uh, uh, he loves James Bond. So he's a movie guy. Well, you know, Mark likes music. He, he listens to all that stuff. So he goes see Stevie Ray Vaughan. He loves Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> um, he went to see Kenny Wayne Sheffield. Uh, he just got oh. done seeing Travis Tritt, uh, Diamond Rio, um, you know, uh, all, uh, Old Dominion, you know, yeah, all different yeah. bands and stuff like that. So um, you're kind of neat talking to people and learning about people in general outside of this monster truck domain. I mean, um, a lot of people are always interested, like, I mean, last Last week's episode to a guy that was an actor. His name was uh, Darren McBee. Mm-hmm. He played in. He was Malibu for American Guard, American Gladiators oh back in God. the night as one of the characters in uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, he was a stunt double for Val Kilmer oh, nice. and George Clooney for the Batman films. And then boom, he played as this. So let Phil pick Phil and uh, Andrew's brain about a show called. Monster War. Okay. He played as a character, which is a monster truck called Equalizer. Okay, so back in the back in the heyday, instead of that, instead of like Earthshaker, Megalodon, Loco, you would have, you know, with Gravedigger, like a truck called Taurus. Don't or, act like I don't know who Taurus is. Okay. Or Barefoot. I was gonna say, yeah, you yeah. see the shirt I'm yeah. wearing. Barefoot. I read all my research. Carolina I, you know. Crusher. You know, stuff like that. So, but each of these trucks had a a character, a, like a, a wrestling character. So, yeah. uh, this program. Kind of made it like, uh, you know, you know, wrestling on wheels and stuff like that. Well, it wasn't like that, but these characters would talk smack or do their promos. Sure. Equalizer. Oh. Uh, and he did his promos and he talked about stuff so that fun. stuff. So, really, with this podcast I'm doing, it's just there's other outreach. Yeah, we're a basic podcast, but everyone that we interview has a form of monster truck commonality mm-hmm. with everything. But they all out in different genres and different variables of the world. Yeah, you know, I always say too, like it doesn't matter, you know, not the fans, but as far as people who work here, you get a lot of different types of people. But the one commonality I think is that everybody likes to work hard because everyone here works works hard. Like I, maybe it's you know ignorance is bliss, but I. I don't, you know, on a typical, you know, tour with the right team that anybody is, is got their feet up. I mean, we're all working for the greater good. I think like, that's why, you know, it's funny to find out like the roots of people and stuff like that, because you're right. It does, it does connect you. And I kind of like, I love theater person or a musical person. Cause I'm like, okay, you get it because, you know, I talk to Greeny about this all the time, but there is like of trust and just 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 talking let's just talk like theater plays right we worked on so many trusting exercises trusting little games and stuff like it's so important for everyone to feel like everybody's got each other's back Mm -hmm. because if something goes wrong we're going to all collectively have to somehow in a seamless way get ourselves out of it that being said now you put us in an arena with these 12,000 pound trucks you know they're actually a potential danger more than just a bunch of people on stage right but it's a different kind of danger but it all requires the same amount of trust and that's why that's my background that i come from that's why i do want to be drivers i want to know everybody working on the crew i want to know the people here because you know you guys are my team you guys are my cast like 
why everybody would be hunky dory and you know like be together all the time because I believe in that that team. You know, I wasn't really like a sports person, but I do think it's because I was too competitive. Like if someone beat me, I would want to inflict pain, which is bad. Yeah. Like I play basketball and I would get fouled. I'm just like, <laughs> get off of me. Yeah. But um, you know, so I did acting. He's like very competitive, but no, no physical contact. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, you know, so I I just like some people who know me outside of Monster Jam don't know that or don't know that I did this. They're like, really? Like you and Monster Trucks? But I do like feel like, you know, belong here. Like I was never like a super, super girly girl or anything like that. I was kind of like your group as like a tomboy or, you know, I wasn't, you know, just strictly girl stuff. Now let's like go that. with the opposite. Yeah. How do you tell your friends in theater what you do? Have you introduced them to this? How do they <laughs> react? So some really supportive friends, um, like my friends, Allie and Eli, who are both, um, you know, theatrical people and do stand up, do stuff all over, you know, have done shows on each and they came out just because they always see me on Instagram and they're like, we got to check it out. So it was funny. And then I had my aunt and uncle who are like, you know, my was like, you know, worked for WGN. My aunt works as a professor at DePaul, really. We're so educated in theater and they, they came and checked it out too. I'm always a little little nervous because to go a little black box theater to this is a big difference and it's like a whole different you know basically tool that I use in myself a little bit but I'm really receptive I mean like they may not fully understand like everything but they go and they have fun and I mean you're asking people to come to an event that is made to entertain you know what I mean mm -hmm. so even if it's a play if it's my monster jam people come to my play or my I play people coming to my, you know, you're nervous, but it's made for human consumption. So it's like, okay, they, this can't be too bad, you know? And they always, they stay till the end. It's good. So I like kind of when the worlds collide. That's awesome. You know, and, and especially with the Monster Jam season, your schedule's always yeah really like that. But, you know, I always see your social media. You always take a picture coming back home during the Chicago area, which, I mean, you're not that far away from me in general. I know. <laughs> yeah it's like uh in illinois you're like you're chicago indiana you know wisconsin type how far are you from uh 15 minutes oh so close because i think i'm like i'm like an hour from paxton mm -hmm. yeah i'm nice. sub 57 down 50. you're up then you should be down so, right and it's all good by me fine. i just like i'm no never noticed that. that with people talk about directions so. my mom is very particular on that like i'll be like like I'm going over there or like whatever geographically. Yeah. yeah it's like, uh, I'm going up to, I'm going up to Effingham. It's yeah. Like, okay. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm yeah. going to Effingham. You know, Literally. You under <laughs> I understood what you meant. Yeah. So I meant that's all that matters. Yeah. But you have those people or those people that like the correct English. I always had that music class or, you know, choir or like plays in high school. You always had that one guy that had to be, stereotypically he's pronounced stuff and you know grammar like, police or something whatever grammar yeah grammar police and <laughs> stuff like that one guy in a uh, motorized we slept one time and i put a piece of cardboard and put police on his jeez <laughs> did you know him yeah okay yeah, yeah. i'm like you're admitting this <laughs> 
hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he's watching the guy. Yeah, he's all right. I still talked to him today, so he knew about it. All right, shout out. Man. But he tried to. He's just trying to. I we're at a, a university in Ohio, and we're. Uh, look, one of the bunk beds was actually broken. Uh, I, it was like that, and I was waiting for another bed or another platform, and no one brought it back. So I was like, okay, I'll just um, sleep on this chair. So he comes over, be sneaky, and he ties these little like fiberglass rope, like plastic rope. He tried to put it in this loop, and he tried to put my hand in the thing. Oh, that was up. revenge. But I woke up while he was doing it. So he was rolling around, and you can get up on his wheelchair and, you know, slide in and like that. And I was like, I woke up, and he just stands there like this and he starts whistling like a bird. Trying to do, he's like. Oh, like he's not doing anything? Yeah. Like I was like, I look at him like, go to bed, man. And he's like, oh, man. And he does that. Red-handed. So I was like, I knew you were trying to get back at me, but I got him back anyways it wasn't complete vengeance it was revenge yeah or, well, well his idea was revengeance but it backfired it backfired right, i will not times. play a joke on you when you're sleeping this, this is good to know sleeper uh, me too you know it's just uh i don't know i could wake up like i don't know like i could sense sound it's like a Someone around and uh, feel safe and I go back to bed. Yeah, uh, I'm always a light sleeper like that or something like that. So I don't know. Maybe all the TikTok videos are like Boogeyman coming out of the closet or something like that. TikTok will keep you awake. Yeah, and I, I actually do like the reminders. It's like, girl, you've been scrolling too long. You need to go to bed. I'm like, the al- <laughs> this app is actually telling me to get off of the app. Like, no app will ever do that, and yeah. that's embarrassing. So I, I actually do listen to that. Oh yeah, most yeah. most of the time. I mean, we we just talk about everything. You know, I mean, it's pretty cool, and and uh, I was, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You know, thanks for having me. Right on. You know, uh, you're, you're excited for this weekend. We got yeah. So like this kind of, this we were saying this weekend's kind of like weekend one for us because about you know weekend out the gate Ray was sick. We had in a backup post. Then we I got to host with Leslie Mears. You know, in Tacoma, so fun. Fun. But this weekend, where we will have the crew and team that we're gonna have moving forward for the rest of the like 17 weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a little bit like a baby giraffe. We're trying to like get our footing and really learn, you know, how it's gonna be. And you know, you said you're running around. I'm running around this building. This building is tough to work with, but I'm excited for today because last night we had an event. So now I kind of know the lay of the land, and I can. Yeah. You know, no, I'm a we little got, so I can have more fun. We got about ten minutes left in the episode anyway, you know. Oh, good. Okay, good. You we'll know, have a little clock right there. So, and fun uh, fact about me: I'm supposed to work last, and I don't, so I can't see that. But contacts? No, so I have a really bad stigmatism, and and I'm like, also, do I really want to get like there's dust flying everywhere? I feel like something would get in my contacts. But one one time you were announcing you were wearing glasses when I was the play-by-play host alone. Be- because yeah. I don't care, and I can't read my own notes without my glasses. But, you know, then when your glasses get dirty, and if you got to take them off, and, and, and it's just a lot. I mean, when I put them on, it's like, whoa. Speaking of which, how, this how long does me. it take you for you to, you know, I got a feeling like Phil gives you, like, cliff notes and stuff off of, you know, you, you try to, with the cuts and edits, do you know when they're not having the camera on you, and that you can actually read more of 
the paperwork to memorize a lot more information the way that the script is going now is it's i really shouldn't even say script it's really just so much like a form of points like talk about something technical here and you know talk about something fan related here or something like that um phil and greeny will always let me know when i'm on and off. when i first started i needed like hey can i you know i need to read this you know and stuff like that but that is one place where my acting skills come into play and help is, you know, there comes a point in the rehearsal process with stage where, you know, we say off book, like no more books. You don't get to have your book anymore. So I film when I can just have it memorized, but we've kind of got a skeleton and then we'll typically meet and discuss like we already did today, what we want to talk about. And that Bill and Michael will step in and they can kind of help us with storylines. Like I always say, I don't want to miss a really exciting or obvious storyline because I don't maybe know as much as they do or about you know what went on you know 10 years ago or however it is relevant so we'll kind of like discuss okay let's have this person at the round table this was really cool last really bad last night so let's bring you know some focus on this and we kind of it's really a group effort it's nice how it's it's working out so here's a I'm a this is our fan questions and someone didn't ask me about this for you um on the arenas yeah. stadiums and international can you really tell knowing you're announcing different vibes out of the two, out of the three? Yeah. Yeah. International, I don't, I don't feel like a wild vibe. It's, it's a different, it's a different energy that each city brings for sure. But for example, you know, Sydney, Australia, as you know, maybe, but they only get Monster Jam once a year. So mm -hmm. it is just different energy. There's, you know, it's just, it's not like in every city, every weekend for them. So that I, I was talking to Lindsay Noble, who she's a host on Stadium Blue. She's the pit reporter there, and she has previous experience in an arena. And, and it's a lot. It's a little lonelier on stadiums, and there is such a theatery feel of being in arenas because we're here for you know longer together. We've got events. We just the time of staying, you know, and coming back to the building. You really feel like you get to see everybody and interact with everybody. Stadium feel so me so but on the flip side of that i feel like performing in a stadium is easier because there's more people so it makes me less, I was like, Who is this man? Um, it makes me less nervous because i feel like there's that like there's so many people not everyone's it's non-stop non-stop bro somebody somewhere is like you know feeding their kid a snow cone or getting this or going to but myself like not everyone's paying attention to me and it's easier because it's just you can't see their faces but here i can look and i can see everyone's face and you know i'm obviously in the state so it is a different feel and there's like pros and cons to all of them i think but i, I do like arenas for that reason it is a closeness that you don't really get on stadium yeah uh, social media people can follow you at yes um my instagram is where i'm most active so it's just at keaton stewart with two t's at the end and somebody else stole my real name but we're well we can maybe work on that it's you know what we can maybe come off the internet but yeah follow me on instagram um put him out yeah like, it, he doesn't even use it i bet yeah talk to Lame. zach the head honcho of facebook see if you can do some magic please zach sos yeah follow me on instagram and i yeah that's good. That's all. It's good. <laughs> and follow her, uh, and also 
you, you find out that uh, want to follow her on the Monster Jam side of it, go to www.monsterjam.com and uh, look for shows out of the Monster Jam Central uh, Tour, Arena West Tour. Arena Championship Series West. Yeah. Damn. I'm in the background. so um, <laughs> You're doing great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but um, we'll be nonstop. Like I said, the next couple of weeks, we're going to be in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, and while this episode airs, we'll be in Fargo, North Dakota. It's like, uh, it's like 60 degrees and sunny. Let's yeah. really remember that when we're there. Yeah, yeah. And, we're, and when this episode's out, I mean, while we're traveling, it's going to be like 15. We'll be at Denver after that. And then uh, after that, for the... Uh, well, I'm not gonna tell you the whole schedule, but the next three—it's on my Instagram. If they've yeah. on my Instagram, yeah. Well, letting you fans know: Fargo, Denver, Oklahoma City. So stop by and see us. We'll be there. If you uh, come to an event and you see us, say hi. Mm-hmm. Or boo me. I don't know. Boo. Don't boo me because I'll cry. Uh, well, I didn't see you. I'm sensitive so. like that, you know. I didn't see you. I just so want to make good. it really clear. Just me. Take it. I can take the hits. So I'm good. You let me know if anybody messes with you. They could come to me. Well, I don't want them to be you. Well, I will, I will beat them up for it. Well, I can't yeah, say that. I can't say that. Sorry. You can't. It's a kid no. show. <laughs> it's a kid event. It's actually kid for event. everyone. Monster Jam is a place for everyone. It's very true. true. And actually, a lot of people have been coming. You see the you see a lot of cotton heads, little white white hairs. They got you know they've been coming for freaking ever. Yeah, yeah. Get your cotton candy, your grave digger disc. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, once again, guys, thank you for this awesome episode. Uh, you guys are watching it right now. So, uh, next Tuesday, I may have Randy Smallwood on. I'll be interviewing him at, uh, Fargo. Uh, this is going to be back to back to back. We'll knock some stuff because our next live episode is February 7th. And that's with Paul Jensen. So we're going to have him live on, you know, the videos and stuff like that. Back to our normal schedule program. And we'll have also uh, Bradshaw, too. But one thing, high octane coffee. Get your coffee from Joey Sylvester over there in Canton, Ohio, Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, take a look at his bad habit truck circling somewhere in the United States. Concepts, awesome RC bodies, officially licensed by Bigfoot, and also uh, uh, other monster trucks in the world today. Go check a look at them. Uh, uh, graphics, decals, they'll now start doing helmets. I got my helmet done. And uh, go ahead, and they will help you out, too, and flags and stuff like that. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, Justin Stories, he has a year, he's a book, a, co a coloring book slash comic book called Making Tracks. It's $10 a pop, Facebook or Amazon.com. Uh, he's coming out with a poetry book here, too, Sue. Uh, Six B Apparel, we have crew shirts and... We also have uh, hoodies. Actually, Chris is here too. This I week. want a hoodie. Yeah, we have Chris. This hoodies. Uh, oh, geez. <laughs> I want a hoodie. Everyone is witnessing me requesting a hoodie. Yes. Now I yeah I guess. Tune in next week to see if I got it. <laughs> I'll I'll put I'll 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 do a video. I need to talk to Chris now. So um, <laughs> Chris, please. I'd like a medium. I like a roomy. You know. <laughs> so um, yeah. Thank you for all that you guys done. Also, please go to are spreadshop.com we have new designs coming out keaton also has a, a t-shirt also so uh there that's the barefoot one but she does have a crush one which is legit she can attest to it it's real and uh, i did crop it i hope that's allowed 
You can do whatever you want. But yeah, I mean, just order it. It takes about a couple, about maybe a few weeks because they're printing it out and stuff like that. Good quality stuff. Um, and it helps our podcast too. Hall Brothers Racing, uh, thank you for making our decals. That's Canada for decals, I guess. And uh, <laughs> and they put on some of the trucks that are around here. Uh, she tries to support, support us in our, uh, you know, our program itself here. Um, MTRC, go take a look at that. At Kobe Marshall from the Monster Blog. Uh, take a look at him. Say hi. He's over there at the Toughest Monster Truck Tour uh, somewhere in the United States. I don't know where they're at this week, but he does the audio and stuff like that. Go take a look at that stuff. We're still a small family, even though we do stuff in different promotion companies. We're just Monster Trucks, so we'll see everyone anyway. Uh, also, uh, Back Channel Productions. Go take a look at his stuff. He's doing some filming for All Star Monster Trucks in Florida. So go ahead and take a look at that stuff. Mark Warner's all. Also, just just got in. He donated some funds for us in our podcast, Money Wise too. Uh, he's also doing announcing. He's also a monster truck announcer oh, for awesome. the construction tour that's touring around. They just got done uh, doing Madison, Wisconsin last week. So go take a look and say hi to him too. Oh man, uh, Bradley Shaw does go take a look at his stuff. He did some awesome jobs with the Stomper American Scout Monster Truck. Uh, if you want a uh, designs and stuff like that too, good. Take a look at that stuff. But also for social media, follow us on Crush This Podcast on Facebook, Instagram. We're also on TikTok. Uh, we're never on Twitter, but we have one. And uh, and you type in Monster Trust This Monster Podcast on Snapchat, you just get Brad. Um, so I'm giving him some love. He just got married. So congrats. Uh, uh, so he's uh, handing it, doing that up in. Uh, Canada and um, man, uh, anything else? Also follow follow me at Daniel Chichagosh on Facebook, Instagram. I also have a TikTok too. I also have a new chick that Travelers Eats. So I had to do that because someone took Traveler Eat, and we can get them off too. Uh, we need to <laughs> follow me. It's me looking at places to eat, places to see, uh, and traveling because we get to we get to go all over the United States and Canada. And uh, what everyone wants to do. And this is just information-wise to let you fans know. If you're watching this podcast, follow me there. And then, you know, if you're going to a town like Salt Lake City or Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, and you want a place to go that, that's okay, follow me. I think I know pretty well where we're going and stuff like that. And this is a C. So just, just go ahead. I got a few products going to be posting out here soon that we were in Sacramento. A pretty, pretty good sandwich shop here called the Beach Bomb. Ooh. They have it around here. Good sub shack. Or I love mac and cheese is uh, apparently I heard a, a really great place to go. Oh, I love mac and cheese. Yeah, you, you could put like any mac and cheese, anything you want. On you mac like and the cheese. melt? I don't know. I've never been, but uh. I did go to Noah's, which is like a coffee bagel place. Mm-hmm. Literally the coffee I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that that's another episode you guys have to see is when I go to Cleveland, go to the melt, very good cheese place. But well. Once again, guys, I'm Dan Chiche. Gosh, this is Keaton Stewart and Brad Shaw up in Canada. Uh, Canada. <laughs> and uh, once again, for Brad, you keep the rubber side down and right up. <laughs> Peace. That's funny.